and thank you all for coming. My name is Cyril Turn, and I am the MLA for Spruce Grove and Stony Plain, and I will be your MC for today's announcement. For media joining us in, uh, today in person and remotely, we will be hearing from the Honorable Dale Nally, Minister of Service Alberta and Red Tape Reduction, who will provide a brief overview of the 2021-2022 Red Tape Reduction Annual Report. Then we're going to hear from Annie Dormuth, Provincial Director of the Canadian Federation of Independent Business, an organization that puts a spotlight on confusing rules and paper burden that small business owners and everyday people face each and every day. After that, we're going to open up the floor to take some questions from the media. A quick photo op will follow, and then our speakers will take a brief tour of this wonderful taproom and brewery located right here in Spruce Grove. So before we go any further, I just want to th give a huge thank you to Randall, Jan, and Amelia Gillett, the owners of Raven Wolf Brewing Company, for extending their hospitality and allowing us to hold our event here today. With that, I'm now going to turn things over to Minister Nally. Mr. Nally? Good morning, everybody. Well, what a great backdrop. There is no better backdrop than a small business that got its start during the pandemic. So I am very excited to be here. Uh, thank you, Emily Turton, for the introduction, and, and thank you to everyone for coming. Whether you're here in person or attending remotely, we're glad you made it. I'm here today to discuss the details of the 2021-2022 Red Tape Reduction Annual Report. It outlines the government's successes at reducing red tape over the last year and how our government continues to make life better for everyday Albertans, as well as job creators. As you may have heard, the Canadian Federation of Independent Business uh, ranked Alberta among the leaders for the past two years, and we are looking forward to see how they score us this year. Over the past few years, our government has been working to modernize regulations resulting in reduced costs for Albertans. This is part of what makes Alberta the ideal place to live, work, and invest, supporting economic growth, diversification, and job creation. Over the past uh, years, our government has been working to modernize regulations resulting in reduced costs for Albertans. This is part of what makes Alberta the ideal place to, to live, work, and invest. Now, before I go any further, I'd like to tell you a little bit about our hosts. Raven Wolf Brewing Company. This family-run business is a true Alberta success story owned by Randall and uh, Jan Gillett, along with their daughter, Amelia. Raven Wolf grew out of Randall's passion for home brewing. As his skills grew, Randall and Jan began inviting friends over to try his beer. Soon they were producing for community fundraisers, and in 2021, they opened this microbrewery and tap room. Despite opening at the height of the pandemic, Randall, Jan, and Amelia persevered and adapted their business model. Now this thriving business employs a staff of 16 employees and they distribute to 80 locations across the province. This government wants to ensure Albertans have the opportunity to pursue their passions and achieve their dreams. And that's what red tape reduction is all about. But cutting red tape is not about eliminating regulation for the sake of it. It's about regulating smarter, in doing so, you foster a regulatory environment that encourages job creation and growth while ensuring the appropriate safeguards remain in place. Turning now to the report, I'd like to spend a few minutes reflecting on the progress that has been made since 2019. Cutting red tape has been a priority for our government since 2019, and we have achieved a lot since then. Since we set out on this journey some three and a half years ago, Alberta's government has painstakingly 
re uh, reviewed all of its legislation, regulations, policies, and forms, and weeded out red tape by more than 27%. We've passed six red tape reduction bills, amended 59 pieces of legislation, and we anticipate introducing one more red tape reduction piece of legislation in the spring. We've completed 575 initiatives to reduce red tape, and 100 more are underway, many of which will be completed over the next few months. And we fully expect uh, to, the deli to deliver on the promise we made in 2019 to reduce red tape by one-third. I am pleased to say that so far, red tape reduction has saved Albertans and Alberta businesses $2.1 billion since 2019, and we expect further savings to come. That is money that is left in the hands of Albertans and job creators to create employment, make new investments, and help continue to grow Alberta's economy. So what's the story behind the numbers? If you look at the report, you will see red tape reduction initiatives fall under four themes. The first theme is driving economic growth. We drive economic growth by supporting business development and economic diversification. For example, in July 2022, government passed the Financial Innovation Act, which establishes a regulatory soundbox for Alberta financial services and fintech companies to have a safe place where innovative products and services can be tested without immediately meeting all existing regulatory requirements. And we amended the Mineral Resource Development Act to give the Alberta Energy Regulator sole regulatory authority over mineral exploration and production in the province to create a more certain and regulatory environment for investors. This framework is important as Alberta is rich in minerals that support products critical to technology and future growth initiatives. There is also the improving service delivery. We continue to make important changes to streamline application processes for grants and essential social supports and help Albertans better navigate the services and supports available to them. For example, in 2022, we launched the Women's Hub, an online directory that provides a non-stop location to search for opportunities and government supports to help women succeed at work, at home, and in the community. Everyone's time is important, and simple ideas like this recognize that by making it easier and less time-consuming to obtain the needed information. And we transitioned from single-year to multi-year funding agreements for programs offered by fetal alcohol spectrum disorder service networks and family and community uh, support services. So service providers spend less time updating business plans and submitting grant applications every year and can instead focus more time on helping their clients. The third theme is adopting digital solutions. Alberta continues to embrace digital solutions to uh, speed up environmental regulatory approvals, increase the transparency of consultation with Indigenous communities, and improve access to health records. For example, in April 2022, government launched an internal initiative to accept the use of digital signatures more widely across government ministries. Through the use of digital signatures, program and service applications can be completed fully online, which saves both time and resources for those submitting and reviewing documentation, such as grant applications, for example. And we launched an online occupational health and safety tool to make the OHS Act regulation and labor code available as a searchable document that allows workplace health and safety professionals to more easily identify and apply OHS rules that apply to their job sites. Again, time has great value, 
So initiatives like this that free up time allows for it to be focused on more productive uses. The fourth theme, the fourth theme is improving how we regulate. Government is determined to ensure that red tape does not creep back into regulation, legislation, policies, or forms. This work includes minimizing the growth of new regulatory requirements, taking an outcome-based approach to new regulation, and including only the protections that are necessary. For example, changes made to the Municipal Governments Act support local economic development and small business growth by allowing municipalities to establish inter-municipal business licenses that allow businesses to operate across multiple municipalities without having to purchase a license in each municipality. That's great news for mobile companies like food trucks, photography businesses. And we updated the Provincial Parks Act and the Public Lands Act to allow government to tailor public land use rules to specific regions, moving away from a one-size-fits-all approach. These place-based guidelines allow Albertans to enjoy all provincial landscapes without unnecessary onerous requirements, while still retaining responsible land use as well as environmental protections. These are but a few of the initiatives highlighted in the annual report, and I encourage you to spend some time flipping through to see what else has been done to reduce red tape, all with the goal of improving government services, supporting the economy, and in general, making Alberta a great place to live, work, and invest. I'm also reminded that this has been a team effort that included contributions from uh, former Associate Ministers Hunter, as well as Fur all of our cabinet colleagues, the members of our nine red tape reduction industry panels, and the Albertans who shared their ideas for re reducing red tape in our province. As I look ahead, we get closer to reaching our goal of reducing red tape by one-third. Our next uh, step will be to build on the culture shift that is already taking place across government. While a lot of the cutting is already done, there continues to be opportunities going forward. Further, we want to make sure we look at all our new initiatives through a red tape reduction lens. In other words, we need to think about red tape at the front end and how to keep it to a minimum rather than having to thin it out a few years later. That means asking important questions like, should we regulate this activity? What parts of it should we regulate? How should we regulate it in a way that saves costs and time for those who are being regulated? To sum up, our guiding principle should be to generate better outcomes for Albertans and job creators while still ensuring the appropriate safeguards are in place to protect the things that we hold dear like privacy, safety and the environment. Red tape reduction has already helped make Alberta a better place to live, work and invest. That's why more companies, including those in the tech and innovation sector, are choosing to set up in our province. And that is why we are seeing a steady flow of people coming to Alberta from other provinces and from abroad in search of a new job and a fresh start. They see the opportunity. Thank you. Well, thank you very much, Minister Nally. At this point, I'd like to turn it over to Annie Dormuth from CFIB to say a few words. Thank you, and thank you to, of course, Amelia here. I know she's in the back there, you know, running her, her business, which, of course, is what CFIB does represent, the amazing small businesses right here in Spruce Grove, talking to Amelia that, uh, you know, they started this business during the pandemic, and they were really mainly able to survive because of the great community support uh, here. 
Um, but back to why we're here, Red Tape Production. Uh, 14 years ago, and we can't believe it's been 14 years, but 14 years ago, CFIB started Red Tape Awareness Week to really hold governments accountable for the rules, processes, and paperwork that govern our everyday lives. It can, we continue to grade government's progress, highlight good examples of regulatory modernization, and where governments can reduce red tape. And of course, red tape can be, take many forms. It can range from having to wait hours for a passport. I think we all saw the media reports of that uh, throughout the summer, and something that the CFIB will be highlighting tomorrow with our paperweight award. It can also, you know, amount to getting a permit from, uh, from your local municipality, or it can be a complicated government form, or it can simply mean bad government customer service. And it's not just something that business owners care about. 92% uh, of Canadians say that governments should make it a priority to improve their service to the public. And of course, red tape hurts everybody, and all level of governments should be looking to reduce it wherever they can. Uh, just today, CFIB also released its uh, new report, putting a highlight on red tape reduction on uh, physician red tape and how that can free up more time in the healthcare system. Um, and with that, um, I thank the government for all of their work uh, to date, but of course, more work can be done. Uh, and uh, as we head into Red Tape Awareness Week on Wednesday, uh, we will be announcing once again our Red Tape Report Card grade. And spoiler alert, it may be another A grade for the Alberta government. Uh, thank you all for being here. Awesome. Well, thank you very much for that, Annie. And at this point, I'd like to hand things over to Jared Gustafson, uh, Minister Nally's press secretary, to moderate the questions. So go ahead, Jared. Uh, we will now take some questions from reporters. We'll start with those here in person and then move to the phones. Just a reminder to reporters, it will be one question, one follow-up. Uh, please state your name and outlet for the record, and please also specify who your question is directed to. Um, please come to the mic to ask your questions. Hi, um, Emmanuel Prince-Tovet from Radio-Canada. Question for uh, uh, CFIB. So, in 2021, you graded, each year you grade the, province, the provinces about their Red Tape Reduction Act. 2021, Alberta got a 9.4 9 grade. In 2022, it, it lowered to an 8.8 .8 grade. Is Alberta getting worse at red tape, red tape reduction? Well, again, Alberta does know what grade it's getting. Uh, the full announcement of all the provincial grades will happen on uh, Wednesday of this week. Uh, every year, CFIB evolves as red tape report card. We evaluate on different criteria, uh, but the main kind of three criteria we grade on is government accountability, political leadership, uh, whether or not there is a regulatory budget, as well as other methodology, um, including overall regulatory burden. Uh, you know, the, the government has really included all three of these ingredients, I would have to say, into a successful formula that's been evident uh, over the last three years here, going from Ds and Fs to B plus and then As, and then on Wednesday, uh, once again, uh, we will be releasing those grades. And uh, spoiler alert, I think Alberta will once again be in the A category. Here, here. <laughs> uh, great. Another question for Minister Daly. Um, you talked about the importance of having like a um, red tape reduction lens when adopting legislation. Could you tell us like a real example of what happened when you cut red tape at the origin and not afterwards? 
Well, I mean, this is the process that we're going through now. Our, our focus has been on cutting red tape that is in place. But um, uh, everything that we do is through a red tape, <clears throat> excuse me, everything is through a, a red tape lens. So um, uh, a piece of legislation that, uh, that I was responsible for, for doing in my previous role as the Associate Minister of Natural Gas and Electricity was uh, the electricity rebates. And we wanted to make it easy and simple as possible for Albertans. So at the time, we, we said that uh, we were going to have these uh, rebates, uh, the, the electricity rebates go directly on people's bills. It was the easiest, fastest, simple way to do it. And kept red tape to an absolute minimum. And we are going to have that laser-like focus on keeping red tape to a minimum at all times. Yeah, but that rebate that isn't applicable to everyone. Those people who have some meters, they don't have it. They are electricity rebate. Well, there's, I mean, there's, that's a separate conversation we can have offline about the electricity rebates, but your question was about the red tape reduction, and, and our goal with that legislation was to get the rebates in people's hands with as minimum red tape as possible, and that's why we had it on their electricity bill. Every Albertan who received an electricity bill uh, received a rebate, and I believe it was about 1.9 million Albertans that received those rebates directly on their bills. Thanks. Uh, seeing no more in person, we'll now go to the phone lines. Operator, please put through the first caller. Catherine Gregowski, Alberta Today. Hi there. This question is for Minister Nally. Uh, you had mentioned, um, I believe it was Bill 13 and the regulatory sandbox. Can you give me some examples of where that is currently in use? Uh, not, not right now, only because it's not my file, but I, I can tell you that the, the purpose of that was to create this regulatory sandbox so that uh, fintechs companies and other financial services companies that are looking to invest in Alberta, uh, rather than making a significant investment in regulatory compliance, can, can stick their toe in the water in this sandbox and, and figure out their business model in Alberta uh, without the cumbersome uh, um, burden of unnecessary regulation. So that's the purpose of it. If, if you're looking for specific examples, I'd refer to you to the, the Minister of, uh, of Business Development. Jobs, Economy and Northern Development, I think is the title. Right, Minister Jean. Um, and so how, how do you track um, the effect of reducing red tape? You had mentioned a dollar figure that businesses save. Um, what, what do you do to track to, to make sure that it's not causing harm or that it's causing benefit? Well, we, um, we, we, we use our, uh, we have nine industry panels that, uh, that review all of this red tape. And one of the, the questions that we look at is, is uh, how much money is this going to save Albertans? If uh, there is no monetary savings to Al uh, Albertans, um, and it's uh, under the umbrella of responsible regulation. Those are not the type of red tape reductions that we're looking for. We are looking for burdensome uh, duplication in the regulatory environment. That's what we're looking to eliminate. And, and the, the dollars that are associated with, us, with those unnecessary uh, time-consuming uh, processes. And, and the example that I gave in, uh, in my, uh, my comments earlier was the, uh, the fetal alcohol uh, syndrome uh, grants, which have uh, gone from a one-year funding model to a three-year funding model. That means that the uh, care providers can spend less time filling out grant applications and more time looking out for Albertans and, and doing what they're supposed to, supposed to be doing, which is putting Albertans first. And so that's just one example. Uh, and, and we utilize our industry panels to certainly calculate the money that's saved and associated with that. Uh, operator, uh, please put through the next caller. Belfontaine, CBC. 
So hi there. This is a question for Minister Nally. Um, so about the um, CFIB news release talking about uh, Alberta doctors spending over 2.1 million hours a year on unnecessary administrative work. What is your government doing to cut this? Great question, and I thank you for that. Um, we have uh, we have not uh, looked into health uh, aggressively during this last three and a half years, three and a half years for regulatory compliance because of uh, of the pandemic, and we wanted them to focus on on healthcare delivery and taking care of Albertans. Uh, but now that we are getting into the endemic phase, and I have to tell you, we really embrace the CFIB's approach to looking at uh, healthcare. So I, uh, I I will be monitoring what the other provinces are doing. I look forward to engaging with Minister. And, and I'm very excited about uh, how can we make life better for all Albertans by having doctors spend less time uh, filling out paperwork and, and more time taking care of their patients. And do you have a follow-up? Um, so you haven't done anything then, in other words, uh, they, well, I think in health? I think CFIB made the announcement this morning, if I'm not mistaken. So uh, I know you hold us to a high standard over there at the CIBC, but you've got to give us a couple of weeks uh, to, to look into it. Uh, operator, uh, please put through the next caller. No other questions in the queue at this time. And that concludes the press conference. Thank you.